be a star. And I always thought, well, you know, now that I've made it, no matter how hard it gets, I mean, I'm not about to bitch about it now. You know, I'd certainly rather, you know, go through all the, you know, the... the Oh, hey, caught me off guard there. Welcome, everybody, to New Downrange Sports. Today's show, we're going to talk about Draymond Green thinks he's MJ. The Cowboys don't need to rush to make a choice. See what I did there? And we're going to talk about some other stuff. So buckle up. Check your watch. It is a little earlier than usual that I'm recording this, but it doesn't matter because whenever I hit the play button, just remember, it's showtime. Somebody got it, champagne for the pain, weed for the low, god damn I'm so high, where the fuck did I go, I'm losing myself, I'm stuck in the moment, I look in the mirror, my only opponent, where the fuck is the press, where the fuck is the press, either they know or don't care, I'm fucking depressed, no crying in public, just lying to judges, risking my life, I'm already dying, so fuck it, well, welcome to the jungle, welcome to the jungle, well, god damn it, good one. Now 
locked into Downright Sports, the podcast. This is DJ Chase Worldwide Sounds Records. Shout out to Britt Reed. I want y'all to tune in, like, comment, and subscribe. Subscribe on all podcast platforms. You know what it is. Cheer! You are listening to Downright Sports with notorious sports critic Brent Reed. That's me! That's me, the notorious sports critic Brent Reed. Welcome, everyone, to an all-new Downright Sports. I think I just announced who I was, but I'm Brent Reed, and uh, this is an all-new episode uh, coming at ya early. If you're watching on Facebook Live, I'm doing it a lot earlier. For one reason, one reason only, take one guess. Because the Yankees play at 7 tonight, and I will be there. We'll, I'm going to talk about my prep work into going to Yankee games. I'm I'm not weird. I'm like any other sports fan out there. But whatever. If you've never listened to or seen Downright Sports before, this is a sports show for sports fans. Um, given to you by a sports fan. Uh, Downright Sports is without a question the true home for sports fans. It's you know, I don't work for any newspaper or company, corporation, blah, 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 and yeah, so it's the way sports fans talk, sometimes we're accurate, sometimes we're not, sometimes we're ignorant, sometimes we're passionate, that's me, if you look me up in the dictionary, that's not with my teeth, <laughs> so any case, uh, today's show, if you missed the cold open, uh, we will talk about um, the, we'll do some NFL stuff. I'm going to talk about baseball in that first week of the wild card, the weekend, the weekend, and um, <laughs> the crazy call Tom Brady benefited from and all the conversation and commotion it sparked up. But I was off last week, kind of, kind of. Why was I, why did I take last week off? Did I go out of town? I think I went out of town last week. I don't remember. <laughs> was last week the first? If last week was the first, then yes, I took last week off. I think. I don't remember. It all runs together. Any case, Draymond Green was like, yo, I don't like your face. Cow, oh, Jordan Poole is down. Down goes Jordan Poole. And <laughs> nobody really cared until the video launched. And the video in all cases of today's day and age, has changed the dynamics for so many people. I mean, not to quote Shannon Sharp, but I'm going to quote Shannon Sharp. Um, Ray Rice still had a job until the video came out. <laughs> Facts. You know, uh, one day, Ray Rice had gotten some trouble. Dragging his girl out the elevator. Oh, she was drunk. This looked bad. couple days later... Down goes Mrs. Rice, and then there goes his career because of the video. And you know who's undefeated? TMZ. So if you need proof on anything, just call TMZ. They have video. Of, you know, TMZ actually has footage of me running buck naked through Central Park. Don't believe me? Go to TMZ. I'm sure they do. So is Draymond Green, Dray, with Draymond Green hitting, um, Jordan Poole, is that uncommon in sports? No, 
All right. I never played professional sports, but I played from little league on to college. And I can tell you, you're not going to like all your teammates. As a player, you don't select your teammates, contrary to what LeBron James and Kevin Durant make you believe, but you don't get to select your teammates. Some guys get picked, um, but for the most part, you and if you've never played a sport, I'll equate it to being in the office or wherever you work. You're going to work with somebody you can't stand. Now, in those settings, you can't haul off and hit your coworker. So if you work for, um, I don't know, just a lot of company, company, blah, blah, blah. And you work for T-Mobile and, you know, your coworker is a bit of a pain in the butt constantly. And they say some slick stuff out the side of their face. Of course, you want to ball your fist and pop them in the mouth, but you don't because you'll lose your job. Sports is a little different, especially in male sports. Um, it's more looked at on the, the surface of, hey, you're with your brothers and brothers fight, sisters fight. You know what I'm saying? Family members tend to throw hands. You're more likely to fight a family member only for the sake that you know this fight will have a conclusion. It will have an outcome. Somebody's going to break it up. More than likely, you won't kill this individual because you are related. So it's less likely you're going to try to end their life. It's more or less you're just trying to make them shut up because <laughs> you didn't like something that they said. Uh, so, in the case of Draymond and Jordan, I think it was just that. Two brothers, co-workers, whatever, having an issue. Now, if you, I didn't watch the video on purpose because I didn't care. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I just didn't care. Now, TikTok, quite frankly, some of the videos I've seen people making fun of it are hilarious. <laughs> they are hilarious. But this conversation is isn't as much about Draymond punching his team because we hear stories all the time. You watch any 30 for 30, any uh, football life, any documentary on any sport and event or, I mean, sports team, franchise team, there's a conflict. The mo Here's a big one. 1977, 1977, um, Bucky, uh, no, Billy Martin is managing the Yankees. Reggie Jackson, big star on the team. It's it's historic. It's known that Billy and Reggie don't get along. Billy pulls Reggie out of a game because he thinks he wasn't hustling. Reggie was like, "What?" The two of them get into the dugout, gets heated. They ready to throw hands. Like it was that serious. They won two championships together. Reggie was at his funeral crying. These things happen. We need to get over that. The issue. And here are the questions that I pulled up. Because since the incident, Draymond Green has decided to step away from the team. Which I thought was weird. Like, why? Why put yourself... Unless you just don't want to play in the postseason, which I completely understand. Maybe that's what he wanted. He wanted a break from the postseason. <laughs> now, you know he didn't want to be... You know he, had, he didn't have any intentions on getting fired... Because if you wanted to punch anybody, you and you want to set us, you want to make a statement. You go punch Steph in the face, or you go punch Clay in the face. That's when you make the statement, or you rewrite history and you punch Steve Kerr in the face, who famously is known. Jordan popped off and punched him in the face. They went ahead and won three championships together. So, uh, 
if I've been frustrated, I had to think about the story. I've been frustrated once or twice in my in my in my youth, and I can remember clear situation where I was walking in. It was me, Mike Miff, and Uncle Buddha, and we were walking in the Walmart, and Mike said something I didn't I didn't agree with. So I jumped behind him and I choked him out and threw him in the snow. He wasn't happy about it. He wasn't. We got over it. I apologize. I bought him a beer and we called it a day. We're thick as thieves to this day. But that happened. You know what I'm saying? Like that happened. Mike dunked me in the swimming pool once before he, he was playing, but it was probably payback. So the, the better question posed to everybody is how important is Draymond Green to the Golden State Warriors? My opinion, if I'm Golden State, Draymond's career is towards the tail end. Um, from production-wise, he doesn't give a ton of points. He doesn't score. Uh, his his contributions are more on the defensive side of things. But um, you know, he he, he serves a, a he's a great defensive player. He's a great ball passer for a big man. He Sometimes they run the offense through him, meaning he's the one that brings the ball up the court, facilitates, starts the offense moving. They have a very college, high school-like system. Just because the guy brings the ball up the court does not mean he's the guy that's going to score. Um, and your point guard is not always the guy that brings it up. In the case of Draymond Green... He is that. He kind of is the ipso facto, if I said that correctly, point guard on that team. So he serves his purpose in that. But if you're drafting as good and as well as Golden State has, you could find almost anybody to do that. So where else does his impact uh, come to play? Well, he's been on this team his entire run. All right, he was drafted in two, uh, 2012. He's been there the whole time. The big, you know, it's the, the Holy Trinity, uh, Steph, Clay, and him. You know, these guys have worked together, so there's that kind of continuity. If you look at the old, the the this Golden State team, you could compare it to the old teams of the 80s, 70s, and 60s. Teammates together forever. You don't see that anymore in the NBA at all. Like, you just don't. Utah was probably the closest, and they broke that up. Denver, if they don't win in the next couple of years, you could throw that out there. Ben Simmons and, and B, how, like, you just don't see it. The, uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder could have been that. They had Kevin, James, and Russell. They could have had that. They blew that up. Golden State kept it together. The last team to do that was the Spurs with Duncan, Ginobili, Ginobili. But I, if you ever played live in the 90s, it was Ginobili <laughs> um, and Tony Parker. You had that core strength. So there's some, there's that, uh, that I don't, I can't think of the word, but it's kind of, you know, he's part of the family. Uh, Golden State is, in st- you know, it's in his bloodstream. So then you look at his numbers, okay? He consistently plays majority of the season. His shortest season was last year at 46 games. That was his shortest season. He has um, he starts almost every game. All right. Point now where is he coming in the point total? 
His most points he's ever scored was 14, and that was 2016. Since then, he's been in the single digits. Uh, defensively, he's uh, consistently around eight rebounds a game. Uh, Assist-wise, he's around eight assists a game. So he he's one of the he he's a first-level role player. You're not gonna find a better role player because when you have Steph, when you have Clay, when you have Andrew Wiggins, when you have Jordan Poole. Um, you don't have to worry about the scoring aspect because those guys can handle it. Draymond picks up the slack in other areas. So, he has a purpose there, but he's also 32 years old, which in my opinion is not old, being that I'm five, four years older than him. I don't think he's that old, but in the NBA, with guys getting younger, he's got a lot of wear and tear on the body. Is he beyond his prime? More likely, Yes. So, I believe he is important in multiple ways because don't cut this man. That'd be stupid. But if you could trade him and get something back for him, go for it. Now, what should Golden State do with Draymond Green? I think you keep him. Unless you could trade something for him, you keep him. Because based on what I just read off to you guys, you're not finding somebody that's going to replace that. You're not. Now you can find somebody that you you. It's rare you find a guy who averages the amount of points he averages, which is low, but gives it back to you in rebounds and assists. You can find a rebounder, but is he going to have almost eight assists a game? You got starting point guards in the league that don't give you eight assists a game. He's giving it to you. He's giving it to you. He's going to want to guard your best player. He's the guy that's going to get in the other person's face. I mean, clearly, he gets in his own teammate's face. So, you 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 really have to weigh your options here. And the only reason why this is a big deal is because of the stupid video. Outside of that, it's not a big deal. It's not an issue. It's not a problem. Like, let it go. As they said in first, let it go. Let it go. I'm not going to do that. It hurt y'all. But... <laughs> You know, you're not going to get it. Plus, he's a free agent. You let it play out, see what happens. If anything, maybe trade Jordan Poole. You may get something better back for him. But you, you, you look at what his, you know, now, some of the things that you may have to take into account, he may have cost you multiple championships because Kevin Durant couldn't play with him. But as we see, Kevin Durant doesn't like playing with anybody that challenges him in any way because he likes to find his corner and stay there with his hoodie on and just look down and just mutter and all that. Where Draymond's like, look, bro, you're the best player in the world. We ain't got time for you to be playing like, um, like you just got better things to do. Like, it was time to work. It's time to work. So... And the final factor, the X factor, the biggest takeaway or the biggest thing we all need to look into account of what the Steph Curry say. So Steph Curry goes to the front office is like, yo, I need him gone. The Draymond's gone. But if Steph Curry goes to the front office and says, I need Draymond on the court, then, well, Jordan, suck it up. Because Draymond ain't going nowhere. Because the ship goes where the captain goes. And the captain of that ship is without a count. Without without a doubt. Without a count. Without a doubt. Steph Curry. The chef, if you will. So, believe that.
Believe that. NBA actually starts next week. When's the 18th? I think it's next week. NBA season starts next week. whoop de doo <laughs> The real season starts on Christmas Day. I don't know why they still push it back and start on Christmas Day. It makes so much sense. This is Downgrade Sports, everybody. And um, if you're just tuning in, uh, thank you. Uh, you're, you can listen to, you always can listen to Downray Sports on DJ Chase Radio weekdays from 12 to 1. New episodes drop Wednesdays. Uh, you can download the podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Google Play. I always say SoundCloud, and I have not uploaded an episode of SoundCloud in two years. I have to take, I think it just rolls off the tongue. Let's do that again. We're going to do, do it live. We're doing live. <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and anywhere podcasts are downloaded. Uh, you can listen to the show Thursdays at 8 o'clock on DynastyRadioNY.com. Uh, Saturdays belongs to Downray Sports starting at 8 a.m. on Fab 94.5. The hits 3 p.m. at Trat Radio. No, I think it changed. 6 p.m. at Trat Radar Radio. And then finish up the week Sundays at She Real Radio. Uh, you can uh, follow the show at Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, the fan page, which I'm downloading on, which I don't think anybody knows how to get to, so work on that. Uh, f- coming up next, we're going to talk NFL, and then I'm just going to, no numbers and facts and figures. We're not breaking down any game tape. It's not really a breakdown. I'm going to talk about the baseball playoffs uh, when we close the show out. Uh, I think it's excellent. I really do, and I'm kind of going to rush this show because I want to be we're going to talk about how we're prepared for for a baseball game I think it's going to be cool I could have probably spent the last honestly I could spent the last five minutes of the segment talking about that but I dragged on the Draymond one I don't know if it made a good first segment but it did anyway <laughs> we'll be back with more Dallas Sports one of the comments that kind of disturbed me out of all the comments that I'm not swag I got time today. Who is sweat? If I ain't sweat, who is sweat? If I ain't sweat, who is sweat? If I ain't sweat, who is sweat? Baby, who is? One more. New York City. Mrs. JP. I need a thick stick, something like a bat. I need a go batter, go batter, knock it out the pot. Something I can hit with, wrap my lips around it like a big slit. Push my breath out to make it fit, fit. Callin' Master Spinner, said what you want for dinner You get a thick milkshake for dessert, dripping down your chin Oops, I forgot to put the top on the blender You want the championship, we fucking with a winner Pay which way, of course, won't find it at no stores This kind of thick only exists inside of these four walls Pull up, run it up, lick it up, don't fret about the mess later You can mop it up, when you see me in the streets, keep it low We can dab it up, double tap with the click, make it pop it up Thick stick, something like a bat. I need a go batter, go batter, nip, nip, knock it out the park. Something I can hit with, wrap my lips around it like a big slip. Push my breath out to make it fit, fit. Come, baby, here's the table set. You don't need no folks, follow my lips. It's fit, lips, lick if it's legit. Let it drip for a bit, then you can dip it. Watch you finish every muscle. No, I don't wanna force it. I'ma build you up each. 
I break, I'ma top it off with mortar. Oh yeah, you stuck now. Them bitches better duck down. I will snatch your whole crown. Oh no, no, she don't play round. If I give you my heart now, no homie, do not play clown. I will put your remote on mute. It's quiet. No, no, no sound. I need a thick stick, something like a bat. I need a go batter, go batter, knock it out the park. Something I can hit with. Wrap my lips around it like a big slip. Push my breath out to make it fit and fit. Hello, Tribe fans. Welcome back to Major League Baseball. Sort of. Paying attendance today is 1,412. Some of them were driven away by a little 10 run first inning the Red Sox put up. Diego Romani. I'm in the bag. Welcome everybody back to Downright Sports. Non-paying attendance. Negative 110. <laughs> if you've never seen the first Magic League movie, it's it's the best. The second one is good, but the first one, you kinda like that was a trend in the 90s. They would do um the first one would be it was the eight, 80s through the nineties. It was a trend. Except for American Pie, but the first movie would always be like raunchy and like, you know, they would drop the F bomb and ooh, and then like the second one would come out and it would make it more family oriented. It would be PG 13 and it'd be like, there's one F bomb and it feel like it came out of nowhere. And it's just like, the first one would have like nudity, second one's like zero nudity. It was, it was just a common thing. Go back and watch, like, watch, um, the first Caddyshack versus the second Caddyshack. Watch uh, the first uh, Weekend at Bernie's versus the second Weekend at Bernie's. Heck, even if you watch uh, The Hangover, the first one versus like the first, the next two, or uh, Hot Tub Time Machine one versus Hot Tub Time Machine two, which was bad. <laughs> I wish they made a third. I really wish they made a third. Uh, so yeah, uh, we're back. I'm back. All right, uh, the NFL is going strong. Uh, what, what a week! What week are we in? We're in week what? Uh, five? I want to say I think we're in week five. Um, I think that's what week we're. <laughs> I don't know what week the NFL is in. Uh, let's see. Will it tell me here? Will it tell me here? Will it tell me here? Week six? Yeah, we're week six. Yeah, NFL's rolling. Um. The Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Not a Cowboys fan. So, don't even. I don't want to hear it. Not a Cowboys fan. But, Cowboys have a good dilemma. They have Cooper Rush. And then they have Dak Prescott. Cooper Rush, who um, apparently was cloned <laughs> out of somewhere. Like, nobody knew who this guy was. Cooper Rush's parents didn't even know he was in the league. And um, when Dak went down week one uh, due to a thumb injury, it was like, what are the Cowboys going to do now? And Cooper comes in. He's like, I know what we're going to do. I'm a ball. (laughs) And he has. uh, Cooper Rush is uh, 28 years old. He played his college ball. That ball is back to the wall. It's a catch. Why did catch? FYI, I have the Houston-Seattle game on. Playoff baseball, baby. Anyway, back to football. Notice what you guys want. 
Uh, he played at Central Michigan. Uh, he's been in the NFL now since 2017 and has been a backup since 2017. Uh, but this year, he is... His favorite song coming into the park must be DJ Cali. All I do is win. And the next song he plays is uh, that song. I think it's a Lil Wayne song. Ball till I fall, cause I ball how. I think it's. I think so. I don't know. Anyway, um, this year, this year, uh, he is five and oh, no loss, no losses. Over twelve hundred yards passing, seven touchdowns, one interception. One count them one, and the Cowboys look good. Uh, they're really where they look most impressive is that defense front line. That front line is not to be played with. They come, them, them guys come to eat. The, mm, 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 give me quarterbacks. I want, mm, 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 I want quarterbacks. What movie was that? Um, what movie was that? The guy was talking all this smack. He was in jail. Oh, Mo Money. He was like, you're going to give me a year? Eat that. You're going to give me 10? I'm going to eat that too. And then he got to court and started sweating. <laughs> if you never seen More Money, it's not bad. It's Damon Wayne's Marlon Wayne's. The guys who did a scary movie. Um, but who have the Cowboys? The Cowboys. Cooper has faced the Cincinnati Bengals, a pretty good uh, okay team. Uh, the Giants, who seem to be better than what we all imagine. Washington, we all know what Washington is. And the defending Super Bowl champion, the Rams, who are not anywhere like they were last year. They're nowhere. So, some can say Cooper's success is based on the schedule. The best team they faced on this run is probably the Cowboys and the Giants. The best two, nah, I don't know. The Bengals and the Giants, probably the best two teams that they faced. Um, he's not blowing the charts up so they're not experimenting with him if that makes sense like he he's doing his job he's not mismanaging the game he's managing what comes ahead of him which is what you want out of your quarterback especially when you got a defense that's really good if you look at his games uh, against Cincinnati his first game he went 19 for 31 all right, 61% pass, and he threw a touchdown, one touchdown, all right? He passed for um, 235. Second game versus the Giants, 23-16. Uh, that was a close game. Uh, he went 21 for 31, 67% passing, 215 yards, touchdown. No, uh, no interceptions. When did he throw an interception? What game? Because it says he has one on the year. Oh, that's his career. He doesn't have an interception on the year. Excuse me. I read that wrong. Um, versus Washington. Same thing. 15 to 10. Not, uh, you know, they controlled the game. Washington was in it, and then they lost at the end. 15 for 27. His lowest passing rating, uh, 55%, which is still not bad. So uh, he uh, passed for 223 yards through two touchdowns. Not that impressive. And then against the Rams, 10 for 16. 62 yards, 100 yards, 102 yards passing, no touchdowns. He is managing the team the way he's supposed to. He's not been challenged in the way you need to know if this is the guy you need to stick with. Okay? Because for him to, for the, the Cowboys to make a sound decision to stay with this guy long term, to stay with him going forward, to, to, to run... To, to stick with the Cooper, you know, uh, Cooper Robert Rush 
CRR, those are some strong initials, they have to be certain that this guy can do the job. And this week is going to be their best, um, this week will be their biggest challenge the date this year as they play the Eagles, okay? Eagles is undefeated, their team looks pretty good. Uh, this is more or less going to reside. This is going to depend more on the Cowboys defense and what they do. But if the Eagles are going to put up points, the Cowboys are going to have to match the points. And so far, they have not opened the playbook for Cooper to see what they could do because he's not really letting it fly. If you look at, let's go back to the Cincinnati game. Cincinnati game, the longest pass he threw. The longest path he threw. Does it show? Yeah. So he's not throwing deep pat. Like he's not going down the field doing 20 yard bombs. He's sticking. He's doing dinks and dunks. He's pretty much, as I said, the theme here, he's managing the game. That's what his job is to manage the game, to make sure you don't give it away. He's not being sacked, which is important. So he's not holding on to the ball. He's not running out of pocket. He's not doing things that they're not expecting him to be um, Lamar Jackson or Cam Newton, which we're going to come back and talk about in a second. But if you look at this, what I'm looking for, what is the longest passing yards? Some of these stats is like absurd. <laughs> You're like uh, most adjustment passes. Like it's just stupid. Um, yards again. Yeah, he he's right now about seven yards. His longest right now is 42. That's his longest. You know what I'm saying? So if they find themselves in a situation, this is going to be the test. Because the question I wrote down, the question I wrote down was who should Dallas stay with, Cooper or Dak? Now, when I went into this day, I was saying Cooper should stay quarterback. She should stay the starter. I'm not that impressed with Dak Prescott. I think he's overrated. I think because he wears a star on his helmet, people value him more than what he is. But he has, in my opinion, done nothing. Compared to his predecessors, predecessors, I haven't seen the growth in him that I've seen in uh, Patrick Mahomes, who's the clear-cut new generation guy. Um, and Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. Those guys are the cream of the crop. And then there's our Houston. What a diving catch. And he's... Oh, no, it's a base hit. Base hit. Houston's got a run on. Houston currently, if you listen to the Houston Trails in the bottom of the seventh, 7-3 to the Seattle Madness. Check this out. Philly beat the Braves. How about them apples? But if you look about the list of quarterbacks in the league, the top guys, take Brady and Rodgers out. The top young guns, you got to go Patrick, Josh, Jackson. That's it. After that, you could kind of start filtering guys. Dak is probably somewhere in that next, okay? And then... Uh, the guy who plays with the Chargers is normally good, but he's like I think he's hurt, so he's not having that uh, that that great of a season. Outside of that, there aren't many great quarterbacks, and I think Dak Prescott is getting the benefit of being considered the elite because there are not that many great quarterbacks out there. You got Geno Smith doing work. You have um, Jimmy Garoppolo trying to keep a job. Russell Wilson seems to have forgotten how to play or the system doesn't work for him. Um, Jameis Winston is two more starts away from working at ESPN's game day. 
we don't know what Tua Tolua is going to be. Mark Mike Mark Jones Mark Jones we don't know how he's going to shape up Daniel Jones we're not going to so there's so much of, oh I'll throw uh, the kid from Cincinnati up there I would actually put him above Dak Prescott because he's been to the Super Bowl what the heck is his name um Bortles Joe Burrow Joe Burrow Joe Burrow I put Joe Burrow over Dak quite frankly. So the question for the Cowboys has to be, clearly, do we stick with Cooper or do we stick with Dak? If we look at what Dak has done, let's just go back to last year. Dak last year uh, started all 16 games, okay? Come in off of the year where he only started five. Started all 16 last year. Uh, he had 30, he had 37 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, very good numbers there, very good numbers. But, uh, when it came down to the playoffs, he did nothing. One game, uh, one touchdown, one interception, two for 43. They like to throw the ball a lot with him. All right. I'm not breaking down. He's been in the league for a while. I'm not breaking down all his games, but. You you want to gain this is what I if you're gonna go back to Dak because you're going Dak's gonna probably give you the best options if you're trying to go deep, quite frankly because yeah Dak's long is or Dak's long last year is already better than whatever Cooper's done this year but the year's still early but they throw the ball more with that. If I'm the Cowboys, I look at what I'm doing with Cooper. I put Dak back out there, but I manage the game the same. I manage the game the same. Go away from the... Because you know you have the tool in the bag, but you don't always have to use it. So go do the same thing you do with Cooper. Those 25 to 35 times and let him go down the field. But for the most part, work be more economical with it. Be, you know, spread the wealth a little bit more versus just trying to bomb it out and compete with everybody. Because that's where the Cowboys tend to fall off. So we ask... So, how short of a leash do you give Dak? I give him two games. Right now, the Cowboys are the top of the NFC East, and that's the goal in the NFL, win your division. But you lose two games. When you do come back, you lose two games. You're done. Going back to Cooper. Doesn't matter. Because Cooper was keeping me in it. The thing is, two games may even be too long, because you don't want to take a guy who's got momentum. And that's what winning is. The next day's momentum. He's got momentum. He's doing what you want him to go. Yes. How about leaving him? Quite frankly, it worked for New England. I'm not calling Cooper the next Tom Brady, but for the first 12 years of Tom Brady's career, none of us was singing his praises. Not at least until he played Atlanta. And it was like, oh, that guy is the beast. Before that, you know what New England did? He managed the game. And that's what you want out of your quarterback. Which brings me to what quarterbacks have done. Huh. Good question. I'm going to have to speed this one up. I talked too long. So, you have Blake uh, Baker Mayfield, Justin Fields, Ryan Tannehill, and I'm sure there's somebody else. Oh, I'm going to throw in Derek Carr. I don't even know I don't have his numbers pulled up. These guys are currently right now having okay years. The teams are having okay years. My head just started itching. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> this is weird. Um, and the million dollar question is, like, so let's start with Blake uh, Baker. Baker's career is probably coming to an end. He's hurt. He's out for probably four to six weeks. We're going to talk about that in a news segment. And But he's just been traded. You haven't been in the league that long, and they've already traded you to your new team. And you, need to, you just got your head coach fired. Currently this season, uh, he's got four touchdowns, four interceptions. He's not getting it done. His team isn't any good. <laughs> the experiment busted. You know, you, you hope for the best, but he was a great cup. Co- College quarterback, all right? Matt Stafford, I think, is just older now. Um, he's got his championship. He has nothing more to prove. Like, why? Why does he have to prove anything? He's won. I think it's time for the Rams to kind of consider what's our next move here and going forward. Um, Ryan Tannehill, you know, the Tennessee's kind of hanging in there a little bit. But if we look at this year versus last year, um, I mean, he's got six touchdowns, three interceptions. Not terrible there, but um, his passing yards. Uh, right now, he's about he's gonna get a thousand yards. But everybody gets a thousand yards. I don't think the team though is anywhere near what they were last year. Now, it's still early. It's only six games, but I think Tennessee drafting a quarterback, the kid from Liberty. It's pretty much like they're just waiting. Hey, soon as you look like you can't uh, put a string of things together, we got to get rid of you. And then poor Justin Fields could be better. Could be better, but I don't think he's getting the 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 the, um, the help and support. You look at a guy like Matt Stafford, okay? Look at a guy like Matt Stafford who, who played 12 years in Detroit. Out of those 12 years, they can't even make the playoffs once. He threw the ball a lot, but for the most part, Matt Stafford wasn't winning games. Okay? He was not winning games. He just was throwing out. He had the reason why he had so many touchdowns because he was playing from behind. The reason why he had so many yards because he was playing from behind. Last year was the first year he finally had a team behind him and he won. But they stayed the course with him. Guys like Justin Fields and Baker Mayfield, nobody wants to stay the course with these guys because everybody wants the instant fix. I think if you're the Chicago Bears, you need to find a young, a, a real, true young head coach that's going to mold and follow and and and, and form a partnership with Justin Fields. The same, you know, that's this is what I think. I gotta wrap this segment up. So, in any case, that was just a throwaway. When we come back, if you're listening. On DJ Chase Radio and Dynasty Radio, you're going to get the news. If you're listening on Fab 94.5, the Hitch Track Radar Radio and She Real Radio and on the podcast, you're not getting news. You're just going to get music. So uh, for some of you, be right back. For others, I'll see you in the third segment. <laughs> Downright Sports, everybody. Do 
next nigga, we be poppin' tags We're Rose, let's go So fresh, so clean like cash Jay-Z be poppin' tags Leaving them all with heavy bags You know the boy got a love for the cash Oh, fuck, there you go again Talkin' about hoes and dough again, yep can't hold it in, I'm surprised I got so much dough to spend But back when I was poetin', you wasn't focusing about the dough I spent But I was holdin' in, I was a rollin' in, I was a baller back then All of that man, fall back, I bought that What would you do if you was in my shoes? Need dudes in the rear view, B12 engine Corner spinning, Twinkie shining, pinky ring Armadale, nigga, stinky sink Top down, my cash is up, gold chain, I don't give a fuck Gold brain to get you in the truck, ma That's right, you in luck, ma You see me cruising down, better step inside Ain't enough room to fit you all on the ride First come, first serve basis You know how we going to nice places That's right, and I'm dropping cash Lead them all with garbage bags Gucci this, proud of that Roll with your boy, you be popping tags Back in the Cadillac hurt. Now your mama and I black with a match of 
personal, you wanna blow up, but if you were hurt, what's worse, you can hit them all and ball till you fall, have to make a collect call, cut your cell cut off, try to the mailbox, begging a check, but the mail's run shot, no more MDDDLD, that means movie date, dinner date, let's date, help me please, my cheese is gone, long bread to the short bread, word is bone, and take a sleep, pimp a sleep, serve the song, act a damn donkey, like the pilgrims when they pop the tag on the Indians home, drop top brag or with the wings on, chilling, bags in a trunk full of FBO sports for the chillings, spend a few shillings, sip a few chickens, lick a few kittens, just kidding, the fresh bowl of milk is in the fridge, can you pop the tags on the honeycombs? Oh no, you actin' mad, cause the money done slow down. Just a little bit, lips poked out, this some sure bit. Actin' like a pitfall bullpit, dead game at the pulpit. Leave a motherfucker with his John Doe toe tag lift. Imperial classic, lyrical, thrashing the miracle happening. Jay-Z, killer Mike and big boy rapping and rhyming and snapping. Pop that tag on some of this game. Politics, swallow and keep the shame. things up here in the show i uh, thank you all for listening downright sports will be back next week uh for those of you just tuning in you can always listen to the show weekdays from 12 to 1 on dj chase radio uh wdjcdb dj chase radio also uh the exclusive home right now for the mlb postseason show which aired the first one this week uh you can also download the podcast of that uh so when the when one ser- when the series ends, when one no, uh, when the first when a round ends, so once the divisional series is over, there'll be a show. When the American League Championship Series is over, there'll be a show, and then of course the World Series. I thought about doing a World uh, one after every World Series game, probably not happening, but there will be a show once the World Series is over, plus the regular shows. So. Uh, yeah, thank you for tuning in and support it. Like and support. That's the new thing. Forget like and subscribe. Like and support. Support it. I'm not asking for money. I just want you to support. Listen. <laughs> um, so the this past weekend, baseball's new format for the playoffs began, where um, the the, uh, the the division winner with the 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 third best record gets home field. Uh, they will face the worst wildcard team and the two top wildcard teams will face one another. And it's a best of three and the games take place in um, the team with the best records uh, home. We saw the away team win all of them. Um, Philly beat St. Louis. Philly was the away team. Seattle beat Toronto. Toronto was uh, Seattle was the away team. The Padres beat the Mets. The Padres was the away team. Uh, am I missing one, Mayor? I think that's all. Of them. But we see home field didn't matter. But that's not what we're talking about. We're, this was the best thing baseball could have done. 
You went Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all great games, no breaks, and it was perfect. It was it was it was the best way to start the playoffs. I liked the one game format that they had where the top the uh, there were two wild card teams and they played to see who got in. It was kind of like a, a play-in game, which I think is pretty cool too. But I think baseball didn't realize when they came up with this concept how awesome this idea really was. And they didn't, in my opinion, they didn't maximize it. So they launched it on a Friday. I was critical of this, and I didn't think it was smart to launch against college football and pro football. But I, I'm a I'm a rare black baseball fan. I hate to say it that way. I really do. I really do hate to say it that way. Uh, in fact, I take it back. I'm a rare baseball fan that I'm under 50 and I love the game. I do. I forgot football was on this weekend. I didn't watch a uh, I didn't watch a second of college football, and I didn't watch a sec. I watched I watched the I watched the pros because there was no baseball games on during the day. But I was glued to my TV for the Mets game. I was glued to my phone for the other games. Granted, I'm doing shows around it, but I was, in, and they were good games. They were just so good. And if I'm baseball, you have to work to where the next year, your, your, your regular season has to end on a Sunday, period. It has to end on a Sunday, and you have to start... These games Tuesday. So think about it. If you're a sports fan and you're Major League Baseball, you run Monday night. Your baseball season ends on a Sunday. Quite frankly, if you're smart, you end on a Friday so you don't have to compete with the NFL. But you end on a Sunday. Monday's a day off. Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You kick off the wild card games. And you own the week. You're not competing on a on a television scale with the NFL. And all eyeballs are going to be on your product. And I think that's the way to go. They they have something. Baseball, they, they finally have something. And they just have to just build on it. They really do. And, um, yeah, they do. I, I was excited. Shoot. That's what they should just make the playoffs, period. Just, <laughs> just let's keep going. Just go. All right. Um, this past Sunday, we saw Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers win. But the big controversy to come out of that was Tom Brady got sacked, but it was called the roughing the passer. Here's the crazy part. The rule for roughing the passer is pretty much like your quarterback throws the ball and he gets hit at weight. Like he throws it, his arm drops, he turns, he scratches his head and he gets smacked or you hit him too low or you hit him too high. That was the call. All this was, he got tackled, and they threw a flag. So it's not Tom Brady's fault. It's not. And if you think it is, you're wrong. The NFL dropped the ball here. That referee, now I know you had a week, and the, the refs are probably getting cracked down on because you basically had Tua's incident, Teddy Bridgewater just went out with one, and, you know, you they're, they're, the concussions is spreading up. See what happens when you bury things? It just grows back a different way. And the NFL's got to get ahead of it. And you can't have, like, the last image you want is 45. Year, the, last, the last image you want is 110 
Tom Brady getting sacked, getting concussed, and then, yeah. Then, yeah. So, if you look at it how I look at it, the NFL, basically, what they needed to do was come out and say, yeah, this guy got it wrong. They won't do that. They don't criticize their officials. But you need the, the rule needs to be more ironed out because you see quarterbacks get hit all the time because the rule is if he's out the pocket, then he's a free runner. You can knock the dog piss out of him. If he's in the pocket and he is not Tom Brady, but he's Aaron Rodgers and he's not an elite guy, you can, you can hit him. Like, there's too much gray area. Have you watched the, the Tim Donaghy uh, documentary on Netflix, the, the referee in the NBA who got caught for cheating. He came out and said the NBA tells them how to referee games. He has he came out and was like, you don't call traveling on this guy. You don't call carrying on Allen Iverson. You don't call uh, the hand check rule on Michael Jordan. You don't think the NFL doesn't have a crazy rule like that? You just, you don't. You, they they may not pick the winner, but they definitely are trying to steer the games that's going to give them the most views, all right? So, the NFL's got to fine-tune this rule. Oh, my co-host is up. They have to fine-tune this rule. You got to make it, it's got, it has to be more outlined better than you can hit them between the numbers if the game is played at 1 o'clock, but the hit has to take place at 3.45. But at 346, it's something different. Like, that's pretty much what it seems like. I know Michael Wilbur on PTI blew his stack and was kind of, he wouldn't come out and call it a racist move, but he kept saying, brothers can't hit Tom Brady. Like, it ain't about that. It, it's not that, Michael Wilbur, who I love and respect. Go to my TikTok page to see me roast him, though. <laughs> I had to move my co-host. She was, like, starting to get under stuff. Anyway, we're going to wrap it up. Because I got an hour before the baseball game comes on. Yankees, let's go Yankees! Um, thank you for listening and watching the show. Be back next week. Let's do the plugs, shall we? Let's do the plugs. Let's do the plugs. Let's do the plugs. <laughs> I'm stupid. Uh, download the show on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube. If you watch the show on YouTube and on you listen to it on Apple Podcasts, leave a comment, like, subscribe. Uh, if you subscribe uh, to Downright Sports on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook fan page for all news uh, in the sports world, I will get back to doing dumb TikTok videos eventually. Uh, you can listen to the show weekdays from 12 to 1 on DJ Chase Radio. New episodes air every Wednesday. Uh, new episodes also air every Wednesday on the podcast at 12 o'clock. I'm going to tell you that. Uh, listen to Downright Sports uh, on Thursdays at 8 o'clock at DynastyRadioNY.com. Listen to the show on Saturdays all day, starting on Fab 94.5, the hits at 8 a.m., and then later at 6, six p.m., on Trap Radar Radio, and then finish the, finish the week out on She Real Radio, and hit the show at twelve noon. It's exhausting. Thank you all for listening and watching. I appreciate you. Uh, have fun. Be safe. And it's almost time. We're gonna do a trick or treat show this year. We are. We are. We're gonna do a trick or treat show. Going to Salem this weekend too. That's gonna be pretty fun. So spooky. As always, deuces, everybody. I did it this way. No, I meant to do this, which means uh, love you too. Okay, that's what that means. All right, I wasn't doing devil horns. Okay, <laughs> this is everyone. Jack Parkman stepping in with runners at the quarters. Parkman with two hits already today. 
Martinez leads away from first, Warren from third. Parkman doing his little shimmy. It drives the women here in Cleveland crazy. Argus, the little left-hander, set at the belt. Here's the pitch. Parkman swings and drives from the deep left center. It looks like he got it all. It is goodbye, Mr. Rollins. And the... Missions I do work um as a crack the monotone chilling of the jazz so get your own smoking on a beat cause they try to dupe me of the best of the back but they can't do rap for us abstract original you can't get your own and that's pitiful I know I be the man if I cold yank the plug on R&B but I can't and that's bug Your brain against my mind, but those about to boot out, or your nasty kid is even though you say I'm. 